you're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh Schaefer. I was really hoping you were just going to be like... I was, I was, I was going to, but <laughs> I was going to go, you want some candy? <laughs> want some candy? This, this week, we're going to be talking about Predator, which we have covered, I think, a couple times already. Yeah. Oh, it's in, a great 80s podcast. But uh, I want to bring it up again because the nerd news for this week is only a little old. I mean, we're always going to be behind the times with these things. But uh, the teaser for the new Hulu shoot. Oh, we were talking about last week about Hulu and mm. what the hell is on Hulu. Look at that. Prey. Prey. <laughs> the new Predator show, Prey, which honestly... Of all the things they could have done, I love that title for Me too. it. Yeah, that's Me that's too. that's that's an amusing little like pun on that. But Prey is coming out and it looks like it's set around like a Native American tribe that mm-hmm. the Predator comes down to. So making it a prequel to pretty much everything we've seen yeah. about Predator. Because we haven't seen anything I mean, unless you count this eighties. The eighties is the, the earliest yeah. like I think that's the earliest we got because uh, even Predators was although it had a very Vietnam War feel was definitely like Afghanistan era set yeah. on an alien planet. Yep. So, but like I think one of the characters there might have been from the Vietnam War because he was on there forever. Yeah. But like we've never had anything that's gone earlier than like nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties at all. Mm-mm. So. And to have something set, like, during ancient times, that's interesting. Like, I'm kind of curious what the show's going to be like. Does the Predator use less weapons because he wants to even the playing field? Or does he just not give a shit? I don't think he cares because (laughs) in the trailer, you see uh, the three laser dots. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that like, but see, he doesn't necessarily have to use his gun. He could use his, like, spinning blade or something, yeah. which is a little easier to Spear. dodge. Yeah, something. Like, it's curious to see, like, how far they're going to take it. Because it's, like, obsidian knife versus a guy that can, like, make himself active camouflaged. Not fair. No. <laughs> no. Not fair at all. In which... You know, is it really about the hunt at that point if he's fighting right. people with bows and arrows? And, and that's the that's the thing. That's the continuity that's been established, not from the first movie. The first movie had like no continuity really. Yeah, established it was just there. an alien. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger beats him up. Alien shows up and woo. Um, which we're gonna cover in a bit because I want to talk about that. But it was with the second movie that the whole idea of the hunt really started beginning. Yeah. That the predators are there for more than just being a bad guy. Yeah. Um. So it's like, if we're going to take the continuity of the hunt, then what the hell does the Predator learn, like, going out and killing a Native American? Like, you you, you have guns. They don't. Like, you hell, just drop smallpox on them. You know, like... <laughs> yeah, well, and then, like, you have, like, the... I, I can see it in the, the sense of Native Americans stereotypically are, you know, trackers and yeah. hunters themselves. Yeah. Like, there's some so. cool things you could do with it. And, I mean, we all know that for some reason the Predators have a weakness to cold mud. <laughs> well, so, isn't it, it messes with their thermo... Which, okay, so I don't want to really touch on the, the original movie too much yet, but that movie was set in a jungle. Yeah. With, like, like do, army dudes running around in the jungle, and somehow their heat signature is brighter than the jungle, which is... A hundred degrees. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I don't know really, enough about that stuff to know. When you really think about it, the heat signatures, like, they should have been detected for being too cold, not for being too warm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Like, it, that doesn't quite work for me, but mm, that quibble aside. Yeah. Like, because isn't there a thing in Predator lore where 
they always show up during like severe heat waves or in very hot and humid places. That was established by the second movie, yeah. which was that they show up in hot places because that's the the temperature they like or something like it's very vague yeah i couldn't tell yeah. if it was that or if it was because that's when human emotions are just like, heightened heightened probably all something. kinds of things I don't know. it's very weird the, the let let this addresses something that the movies have never clarified the continuity is really bad <laughs> yes yes like the alien continuity is not great but the predator continuity is so much worse yeah but that's what happens when you get like a movie that's huge and successful that was never meant to have a sequel by its very intent yeah. that then has a sequel and several more because the studio just tries to figure out what to do. And they didn't hire someone like James Cameron to do the sequel. Yeah. Because I, I kind of like the second movie. Se- Danny Glover's okay. It's a very weird movie. I liked Predators better. Yeah. But that's was, just because... That's Adrian Brody, right? Adrian Brody yeah. on uh, the Robert Rodriguez movie. Which is good, but it doesn't really add anything. It's just, no. oh, we're going to collect people and dump them on our planet, Predator planet so that they can be our big game preserve. Yeah. Which is fine, but... Yeah. It was like Hunger Games in space. Yeah, it, but it doesn't really... It, it's another weird continuity twist that doesn't add anything. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. So at least the very, at the very least, Prey kind of throws a lot of that out because it's set so early. But at the same time, it's just like, well, we have a character that we don't know what to do with. Let's just have him fight someone different. Yeah, Does... which I am all for like a uh, true detective mm-hmm. almost kind of a setup where one season we might see him fight Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Season two, maybe he's in Rome. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say Matthew McConaughey drives around in a Lincoln, tries to solve these grisly murders. And, and then... Like super nihilistic. Yeah, and then finally yeah. he comes face to face with a predator. I mean, I'd watch that too. As long as, <laughs> really he's, as, long as he's the same character. Uh, what was his name? Russ? Like, as long as he's that character from True Detective. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. That would be so hilarious. And Woody Harrelson yeah. is around. Uh. <laughs> I mean, Woody Harrelson did a good job. I don't want people to think I don't, I'm not saying that. But the, re- the reason I think that the original Predator worked and why the sequels don't, and this is the big point that I wanted to get to, not so much about Prey. Prey's interesting, but... We're not going to be able to judge that until it comes out. Yeah, we have but, a 40-second trailer, right? <laughs> exactly. A 40-second teaser that shows us nothing but a Native American. Yeah. Um, Predator, the original one, whether or not people picked up on it, but it's true. Predator is a parody. Yeah. Yeah. It's big, dumb, bulky action dudes that were popular in the 1980s. A bunch of them all get together for one movie. It's like the Expendables. I was going to say it's the Expendables. <laughs> except instead of going and fighting terrorists, they all get killed one by one. It's like, you think these are the guys that can survive anything and kill everyone? Watch yeah. them get brutally murdered. Yeah. So it's a parody. It's kind of like the the um, action bro take mm-hmm. on the Alien franchise. Yeah, it kind of is. But it's it's also, it's written with this just enough, hu- like it's a very dark movie. Oh, it's especially in the back movie. half. But it's written, like, they go in and they, they attack that drug cartel base yeah. in the jungle. And it's so over-the-top, like, Rambo 3-style action. Yeah. Which then suddenly it becomes this dark, moody horror movie, like, right at the central cut. It has the same trend that um From Dust Till Dawn I was about has. to say, it's like, it's yeah. From Dust Till Dawn, yeah. but with like, an alien. Halfway, like, if you pause it for a bathroom break right around the point where the Predator's about to show up, and then you start it again, you'd think you're watching a different movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's... It's that thing where 
that's part of the parody of it. It sets up these big, dumb Rambo guys that can't die and just, like, sit there with their machine guns blaring, yelling at the screen. Everything explodes, and it's a parody of action movies right there. Yeah. And then suddenly all of them die, and you're sitting there going, holy fuck, this is the thing that can kill them all? Yeah. Yeah. And it, I always thought of it as kind of like a campy uh, horror comedy. It is. It is, it, like, in its own way. Yeah. But the other movies... Don't Not do that. So. They don't understand. They th- they think it's a straight horror movie with action parallels to it, but that's not really what the first movie was going for. And I think the o- the movies that have worked best since then are the ones that at least embrace the concept, even if they don't know, understand how to embrace the parody of it. Predators. Predators is fine. Predators is a very watchable action movie. It yeah. doesn't have the same spark because we already know. And that's the other problem I have. That goes along with it. There's no mystery to it. No, because we already know. We already know. Most of them are going to die. Yeah. It's it. I mean, the, the, the casting against type having non-action people playing the action stars was fine. Yeah. But how do you make a proper sequel to Predator that isn't that 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 works? I mean, I guess that's the problem I have. You know. Yeah. Well, I think the second one tried to explain too much about the lore when you mm-hmm. don't really need it. You don't need it. You don't need any no. like the mystery's solved. Why do we care what else yeah. is going to happen? Yeah. Um, and then they try to. I think they try to humanize the predator a little too much. Like it's like, oh, you know, he won't kill this lady because she's pregnant. She's pregnant and she's not armed. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that eh. yeah, it created the rule of if you're not carrying a weapon, the predator doesn't care about you. Which honestly, um, the predators movie kind of canceled out. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> And the the less we say about the Predator, the better. <laughs> oh, that movie! I didn't even watch it. I, I watched the I think the third, second or third trailer that came out. I was like, yeah. oh, it was a it was a piece of dog shit. That's for damn yeah. sure. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And then you had the AVP movies in between. Which, yeah, which oh my god, we're okay. I mean, it's and like the, the Jason so, versus Freddy stuff. So like, AVP raises the point. I know we we rebooted the quote-unquote rebooted the mm-hmm. predator a little while back and the the best idea that we had was like almost a it was a it was entirely a predator planet set movie but we follow the predators for like 45 minutes no subtitles just yeah. watching them speaking in their own language and the only story we get is from their body language and what they do yeah. which would be a completely different idea everyone would hate it but i think i would be a brilliant movie i i don't i think i think people would be more apt to watch that. Well, let's put it this way. It would cost $150 million to make, and you'd be lucky if it made $150 million in theaters. Yeah. Just because of 45 minutes of Predator language and nothing else. Yeah. I, I would <laughs> I would like to see something from the point, point of view of the Predator. Uh-huh. Because like when you play a Predator video game, for example. Yeah, exactly. You don't play as a Marine. You play as the Predator. Well, that's that was what I was going to get back to, was the, the video games that people like from the AVP franchise. Uh, feature you be playing as a space marine, but they also feature you playing as an alien, and they feature you playing as a predator. And each of them always mm-hmm. have their own storyline. Yeah. So you get equal time with each character. So whether or not you care about the predator from the human perspective, you actually get to care about them from the alien perspective, yeah. which makes it different. We don't get that perspective. The movies can't do that. The movies are always very cut and dry. Humans fight predator. Humans win. And there's always gonna be one survivor. Yeah, always. It's it's bad. It's always or one. In the case of the predator, one survivor and his autistic son. Yeah. Which that autistic trope again? I know people hate that trope yeah. so much. Yeah. Well, 
And I think it's the same thing as with LGBTQ uh-huh. plus or anything else. It's more impactful if it's just the way it is. You know, it's part of the character, sure. Yeah. But. Well, the problem with. Uh, okay, so this is this is kind of off topic, but it's because it's the Predator and we're talking about it. The problem a lot of people have is that by saying you're autistic, but suddenly because you're autistic, you're also a miracle worker with one thing, which is what the movie does. Like the Rain Man. Yeah, he, the Rain Man. He can just. Yeah. The kid just suddenly Rain Man's the Predator armor and figures out how to use it. Yeah. And it's like, but that's not really autism. And Mm -mm. now you've rendered it into a superpower and have diminished all the problems that the autistic actually have to deal with. Yeah. At least that's what's explaining me. I'm not autistic. I'm just going off what people tell me. Yeah. But people who actually have autistic children really hate this trope. Yes. So. Yeah. I have a few friends that have autism or have kids that have autism and uh, they say the same thing. Yeah. It's just. It's like why, why, <laughs> why? That's not how it works, guys. The the one again, the one movie I think that has gotten the closest so far has been The Accountant with Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. which we mentioned last week. Um, which still treats it a bit like a superpower because he's just super great at mathematics. Yeah, but he also struggles in his daily life, and they depict all of that. So while we're on topic of that, yeah, um, the autistic people that I know say that the best representation of autism in movies is actually Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like, every single one of them. Because I've had this conversation with yeah. them, and, uh, and uh, Drax, every single time. First, top answer, Drax. Well, yeah, because he's very literal. Yeah. And he doesn't really <clears throat> understand people, but he tries. But, he, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, not a, he's a good character. People yeah. like him. I, I can see it. I yeah. can see it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was the first time I heard that I was like, huh, that makes sense. So the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, well, there's a theme here. There's a there's a data point here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, it's like, yeah. so it's like, all right, so other movie creators, just yeah, just make Drax, put Drax in your movies, which I would be okay with. <laughs> so, but like, I'm trying to sit here going, how do you make a good sequel, a proper sequel to the Predator that honors what the first movie was actually about? Um, and this was something that occurred to me in the shower, so we're not doing an official reading, oh, but no. I'm not being like, Josh, on the spot, what's your idea uh, for the sequel? <laughs> no, we already, we did, already this. did this. No, it, <laughs> I don't remember, but Peter Dinklage was the... the no, 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 you put Predator in Full House, and that was fucking oh, brilliant. That's right. Oh my that's god, right. I died at that. But no, like, I was trying to think and go, like, re- realistically, how would you make a proper sequel? Because the sequels we have gotten have lost the thread. They don't understand what made the first movie special. And the best I can think of is like, you can't do an 80s parody spoof now because those kinds of action movies just don't get made anymore. No. What we get are the Takens and the John Wicks. And it, it mm, John Wicks. And I'm sitting there going, so what? Do you hire Liam Neeson and Keanu Reeves and Bob Odenkirk? <laughs> and, and then I, in my head, I'm like, and Jodie Foster, because she did uh, Hotel Artemis. Yeah. And I was like, what do you do? You put them together as our current crop of like senior mm. action stars that go and fight a Predator? Because let's face it, any single one of them, if you're like, who'd win in a fight? Predator or John Wick? And everyone's going to be like, John, John Wick. Wick. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, and like and back in the 80s, who would win in a fight? Predator or Arnold Schwarzenegger? You just say Arnold Schwarzenegger by default, because that's what always happened. Yeah. But when you think about it, it's like, the Predator's really powerful. So if you put a bunch of these action stars together, like he he'd cut through most of that your your superior set of skills. Yeah, it's not going to do anything against a cloaked guy with laser shots. You yeah. know, 
Well, and I think another thing too that I just thought of, yeah, was is that it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek social commentary as well about you know it starts with uh, American commandos going somewhere where kind of almost as a in my head it was always imperialistic, imperialistic, yeah, um, against the drug trade, yeah. So in order to make it work, you'd have to find something similar to that. So, like maybe uh, drop a predator in Ukraine. Um, and I think another reason why Predator worked was because you didn't really have those big name actors. Like, you had Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers, sure, but like, I think it works better if you don't know who the hero is supposed to be. Well, so. that's, I think that kind of works in the, in the sense of if you get like a bunch of these senior action stars that are all doing this, like Bob Odenkirk yeah. and Keanu Reeves and so forth, you don't know which one of them is supposed to be the guy. Yeah. Because they're all the guy. So suddenly none of them are the guy. Yeah, which I think was what the logic was with Predators. Yeah. Uh, when you have like Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers and Jesse Ventura all in the same lo- uh, movie and they're all just like, Grah! yeah, that's still the same kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. So Because when I was a kid, I for sure thought Carl Weathers was going to go all the way through the movie. And then when he died, I was still shocked. So, But I was also like 10 or eight. He he got his due. He got to be on Arrested Development. It's fine. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's fine. When it was good. Yeah, which... when it was good. Yeah. Oh, man, we forgot to mention that during Netflix. It Shit, did. that could have been that. Oh, well. Um, But, yeah, no, so in my head, this sequel that would work, that would actually work if you could actually get Liam Neeson, Keanu Reeves, and all these people together, which you can't. Let's just be honest. No. Keanu Reeves doesn't do these kinds of movies. He likes to do action movies, and he likes to do dumb movies, but this is not his speed. Tom Cruise. <laughs> he would actually fit in this one. He would. He would. You could put him in here. Mission Impossible 8 against a Predator. <laughs> but, the, and my thought was you put all of them and you do Jodie Foster because I just like the idea of including Jodie Foster from, because yeah. she was in Hotel Artemis even though she wasn't the big action star. Wasn't that Batista? Batista, yeah. He was in I that. Um, you could put Gal Gadot in there too. Hell, you could put Batista in this if we're going to do it. Why not? Yeah. But, and then I thought like if you're going to put all these in, Jodie Foster's in there, make Jodie Foster play a parody of, um, Clarice Starling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> the FBI agent who's in amongst all. And I even like the idea of her winning, being yeah. the one to win. Yeah. It, I mean, we have a lot of pretty high tiered action stars because you have mm-hmm. like Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Um, who I would watch. A, I would watch him do that too. Uh, yeah. Damn. But I really like the idea of all these like action stars, quote unquote action stars that aside from Keanu Reeves never really were action stars like Bob yeah. and Kirk and nobody. Yeah. That's, that's such a great movie, but you wouldn't think he'd be an action star. No, it was just a, it, the same feeling as when you saw Brian Cranston be. Yeah. Meth, um, the, the drug dealer. Drug yeah. Dealer after guy. being on Malcolm in the middle, yeah. Yeah, it's the same vibe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know he's done great pr- performance work on better call Saul. Great show. Yeah. But that's not something where you'd sit there going, "Yeah, you should be, you should be the next John Wick, kicking through doors and shooting yeah. people." Oh, but it was so good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> so, yeah, we have a lot of action stars. That you yeah, can... you'd have to do it in a very John. You'd have to get the guy who does the John Wick and yeah. all the other action movies, like uh, Atomic Blonde and Nobody mm-hmm. and all those. Give him a small budget. Who Charlize Theron could be in it too. Yeah, there you go. Small budget. Put them together. Get some some decent B grade action stars. I don't think you get Keanu Reeves, but you can probably get like Liam Neeson will make anything. Yeah, and you could get Bob Odenkirk probably and a few others. And you put them in this movie, and you have them film it more in the John Wick style. Who'd you think of? I don't know why. Who'd you think of? Larry David. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not right. I don't know. Just. <laughs> 
just Larry David just walking around New York and runs into a predator and just in my head and then the theme song the plays. like I don't know just but yeah no you put a bunch of these guys and you got to do it in a very like like set it in like Berl- East Berlin or something oh that'd be cool yeah and so it's like Atomic Blonde era but with like very John Wick style filming and these guys are running around like the ruins of like some blown out buildings between after the war and so forth and then a predator shows up like, that setting works, and it still gets that vibe we're looking for of, like, parodying current action oh, movies. Me. So, I think a cool movie idea, just off the 12 seconds after my late Larry David high, um, have it set in, like, 1943, and have the Germans and the Americans kind of fight over it. Uh-huh. Because, remember, the it has atomic... Time of war. The time of war, but uh, the Predators also have atomic... Uh, yeah self-destruct Ooh. thing so that's how th- that was actually the manhattan project Ooh, that's a nice way of tight oh and then they could be battling over it and that's why the the stars get sent in is to try and steal the bomb before Ooh. and bob odenkirk has a very similar resemblance to uh oppenheimer too i like this this is good yeah. i didn't mean to do a reboot here but it but we accidentally did yeah, one yeah, we did, we did. and we can still have larry yeah, david as einstein yeah it's fine <laughs> i mean i really just like him being like a guy wandering around new york and like <laughs> drops his bagel and gets killed yeah yeah, yeah. so it's such a larry way larry <laughs> david way to die just you a predator <laughs> the the death about nothing <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know why that popped in my head i don't know all. either just oh that's great i haven't watched curb your enthusiasm for Hot a while minute. yeah I mean, the last one I watched was the one where uh, he started wearing the MAGA hat to get people to leave him alone. <laughs> so wrong. It was funny. Anyway, so I I think there's a possibility for a Predator sequel that could work. But the qu- problem is, of course, the fact that getting the studio to sign off on something that's Or weird, hiring us to write this stuff right? for him. I, well, I wish they would. I want to watch that World War II one now. Yeah, but trying to get a studio to do that when what they want is the later day Predators that they've clearly been making because yeah. they just want... They want simple, Yeah, I think. Well, so. and that's why I think the movie industry is failing as hard as it is is because mm-hmm. people don't want simple like even marvel movies aren't simple no like it's well i mean they are but they aren't the the marvel movies like the parts that people like are the like the character depth and the things that expand the universe the parts that people tend to gripe about is when the marvel movies descend into cookie cutter action yeah so people bitch a lot less about spider-man's most recent one because that film never really boiled down to the same cookie cutter beats that other movies did no and it surprised me because i didn't like I mean, it's been out for almost a year now, right? Or six months. That's what I mean. So, spoiler least, alert. Yeah. Like, when they killed Aunt May. Yeah. No, did not see that coming. Okay, I'm just putting out a rule. You don't need to spoiler something that you spoiled, like, two podcasts ago. Spoiler alert. <laughs> How do I know? Maybe someone's going from newest to Spoiler oldest. alert. Spoilers. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> so, but no, I mean, oh, I guess we, then in that case, by the way, the Predator dies in the first movie. <laughs> In the second movie. In the second movie. And I think the Predators as well. I think, well, they kill the Predators that are chasing them, but then more Predators show up. I'm really sad that we didn't get a sequel to I that. I know, right? Robert Rodriguez said he had sequels in mind, yeah. but it just didn't do well enough. Which shows that what Fox is doing isn't working. At the very least, they should swing for the fences and do our, our big Predator Planet movie. Yeah. Like, 
I, I could even get a trilogy out of it, but Predator Planet, The Hunt, where mm-hmm. they're prepping for the hunt, and then 45 minutes in, suddenly American soldiers show up and just start blasting the village apart. Oh my god, that'd be great. Yeah. I'd watch this. But. Yeah. And I'm also curious why, out of everything in the galaxy, why humanity is the one that they... Always come back to? Yeah, yeah. it's a little weird. It's just so they have an audience surrogate, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. This has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein, sadly killed in the first five minutes of the movie. I'm Josh. Get to the chopper. Shaker. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper! It's not a tuba.